But on the other hand, man, I just as soon keep working, keep a little change in my pocket. Wait. Rather than spend my time listening to some dipshit who doesn't know what the hell he's talking about anyway. Hey! We're recording the podcast! Shut up! Good morning to you wherever you are because it is Morning to Work for December 27th, 2023. My name is Bernie Burns. With me sitting right over there is the lovely, lovely Ash Burns. Hey, Ash, how you doing? Yeah, not too bad. I've almost survived a whole year. A whole year of? The year. 2023. (laughs) Do you think that years matter that much? They're just a nice way for us to break up time, right? I like that we're going to have, by the way, we're starting a podcast. Like (laughs) in our second or third episode, we're going to have a yearly wrap up. I'm sure we're going to do that. This year in the podcast... Yeah, did you see uh, Xbox? I got. I know. I, I saw the Xbox thing. I got to explain that intro. I'm you sorry. Do. I got to take you a do, second. You have to to. We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. So, I, hi, everybody. How you doing? Uh, I love morning rituals. I think, especially if you're, I tend to be more of a morning person, Ashley. You tend to not be a morning person. That's why we're very, very lucky that we're six hours ahead of where we used to be. So, I don't have to be a morning person in order to do a morning show. It is nice. We So, Back up, little backstory. Let's play a little catch up. How's everybody doing? About six years ago, 2017, 2018, uh, I went to Ashley and I said, hey, I got this idea. I have the feeling that if we can get an internet connection and we could get packages delivered, we could pretty much live anywhere in the world because that's about 90% of modern living, it seems like these days. And so (laughs) I made the pitch to you. I said, we should go live on a boat. <laughs> Absolutely not. That was immediately. By the way, getting both internet and packages on a boat, not as easy as you tried to make it sound, yeah, sir. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It wasn't a real pitch. That was the pitch <laughs> that I gave you so that you would say, Absolutely not. So then we could follow up with the next pitch, which was I had never lived outside the US before. And you had. You lived in Australia for how long? About four years. What what I we're getting so deep into tangents here, but what was that? Like Explain why you just like picked up and left and went uh, to Australia. One, one, it was really nice to spend time outside the U.S. Um, I'd sort of got the bug after doing the smallest amount of traveling in Europe and uh, wanted to experience life somewhere different. And it was very different. It was great. It gave me an appreciation both for uh, how things in the U.S. are good and how they can be better elsewhere as well. There's a there's a mix. It's never... There's never all of one or the other. So we were in a a unique position. It was a window in time where the older kids were becoming adults and finishing school and moving off. We thought we could have a transition period where we were between two countries. And so we looked. We started a search for a place to live. And we looked for, I'd say, about two years uh, before we settled on our home here in lovely Scotland. That's where we live now. We live in Scotland. And Scotland has the advantage of where we used to live in that it is six hours in advance So we can make a morning show. And I like morning shows because they were always part of my ritual. I always feel like your morning is when you have the last bit of control (laughs) over your day. (laughs) You know, if you wake up early enough, you can, you know, have your cup of coffee. You can read your news, listen to your podcast, whatever. And so going all the way back to like university, uh, I would listen to Howard Stern. And man, when that Rob Zombie song would start... That was like, yes, that's the beginning of my day. So we get your blood pumping. Intro's very silly. 
I I love it. Uh, the best part about this is I get to do all the dumb, silly stuff that I love anyway. And maybe you'll like it or maybe you won't. Maybe this will become part of your morning ritual. We'll try to keep the show pretty short. Probably, what, 15, 20 minutes is where we try to keep it? That's the goal. If we don't go off on tangents and all Which we stuff. always do. But it's just me getting a chance to sit down uh, with my wife. And it's nice to have that structure because, Ash, we had a social media break uh, after we moved away from the U.S., we also made the decision to kind of go dark on social media because all that stuff was completely taking over our lives, not just our professional lives, but like getting into our personal lives and everything else as well. Like it does for a lot of people, I think these days. Yeah. It's really easy to just dive further down and down and down and down and down into social media. So it was nice to cut it off entirely. We'd already done that once before, uh, not for nearly as long, but while we were filming amazing race, we weren't allowed to have phones or anything. So while that was difficult for a day or two, uh, then we realized how kind of nice it was to have that disconnect and to not be constantly paying attention to what are people on the internet saying yeah. um, and how am I involved in this and what do, what do I have to say about this? And it was really nice um, when we did that uh, and a little bit disturbing when we got back from Amazing Race, how quickly we fell right back into it. So it was nice uh, to just take a multi-year break and kind of ramp ramp down, disconnect from it, and just be us. You know, the the closest thing I can equate it to is that everyone went through was COVID. Because when COVID hit, it was shocking how fast the world changed. And then equally as shocking, or maybe even more so, at how quickly it all changed back. Like, we went from masks everywhere, social distancing, to then... Just a few months after we decided it was done, we were all packed in together on subways and buses and trains and things like that. And that still feels weird Does sometimes. It? Do, you, do you still get a kind of a every now and then? Yeah, it's a, it's almost like a moment. Like you'll just have that moment of realization like, two, you know, two years ago, this would have been <laughs> an absolute no-go. This would have been hell two I years ago. I do feel like, though, there was a point in time in like 2020, 2021 when a public cough was a bad, it was a bad scene. Like if somebody coughed in public, everyone else would have been like, what we, and the, you would see like a droplet of detergent being dropped into oil. Like Everyone <laughs> scatters. You know? And I feel like, I feel like we're back to some sense of normalcy. Like you don't see that as much anymore. Now I wonder too, like how many people's relationships were affected because they know who gave them COVID. Like I know who gave me COVID for the first time. I know that person. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the, the son of a bitch is fine once you get over it. But it, I mean, there's some people that struggle for a really long time with COVID. Yeah. And and you just never know. It's a roll of the dice. Why are we talking about COVID? I, I guess we're playing catch up here on everything. So Ashley and I, uh, we moved to Scotland. Uh, we absolutely love it here. Uh, the big change for us, in addition for moving from the US to the UK and being expats now, I guess is what we're called. It's a weird word, but uh, we also then moved from a major metropolitan area to a very rural area. Um, so there's a big shift in multiple ways. I mean, Scotland itself is 5 million people. That's it. It's you How know, many people in Dallas? I think there's like a million and a half in Austin alone. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Dallas is, I want to say, who knows? It's like 3 million. Houston's the biggest one. I think it's like 4 or 5 million. Also, Dallas kind of cheats because it's Dallas and Fort Worth. Yeah, it's the, the weird one with San Antonio. Megalopolis. megalopolis. The me it really is. Like Austin is weird because it's pretty well known, but it sits in this triangle between these three major U.S. Texas cities. Like San Antonio, Dallas, and Houston 
are all in the top 10 cities by population in the U.S. Yeah, Houston's 2 million. San Antonio is 1.5 million. Dallas, I'll look up. When you hear about San Antonio being big, you kind of have to think about it and go maybe even fact check it. There's another fact like that for when we moved to the U.K., where we learned that Rome, Italy, is north of New York City. And that blew my mind thinking about the world in that way. To me, if you just went east from New York, you would be in northern France or something like that. Yeah, I would almost think like Sweden or Switzerland. But almost all of Europe is like north of the U.S., almost all of it. It's pretty crazy to me. Like my mind still, even though I know that that's fact, you can look at it on the map, my mind still takes a horizontal line from New York and then it just squeeches down to where (laughs) I think Rome is supposed to be. Yeah. It just, my brain refuses to accept that they're on the same latitude. So this morning, uh, one of our adjustments has been recalibrated for us. I bought for Ashley a, I should point out to you, Ashley is not feeling well today. She is being a trooper for the very first episode of the podcast. Ashley decided for Christmas dinner, we were going to eat, <laughs> we, we were, we were going to eat a ham that she ordered through the mail. <laughs> Make that sound ridiculous, but we get everything through the mail. What do we make it sound ridiculous? You ordered provolone <laughs> off Amazon. Okay, going back to the Rome thing. Rome, Italy is really, it's right there. We're in the UK. It's right fucking there. There's no provolone cheese in all of the UK. And if you look up online, what can I use as a substitute for provolone? It just says cheddar. Have you considered cheddar? Everything is at cheddar. Everything here. You, you want know? you want Jack cheese? Have you considered? Cheddar. (laughs) Everything, for some reason, is cheddar. It's very strange. When people come to visit us, they usually will come through Edinburgh. And uh, Ashley will always say, like, can you please stop at the shop and get me Monterey Jack cheese? That's what she wants. It's great. Yeah. It's great. It's the the only place in Scotland that I've I've found. I'm sure it exists other places at other cheeseries, uh, but (laughs) I... But I found it in one place, and so anytime someone comes to visit, they they have to bring us Jack cheese, a fromagerie, so from a fromagerie. It's a cheesemonger, I think, is actually the technical term. I love it. You go to the cheesemonger. There's no other mongers, are it's there? Fishmonger. It's a fishmonger. Yeah, yeah. I want to be like a burger monger. I think I'd make a great burger monger. <laughs> I bet you'd be great. But I'll tell you, uh, you know, our biggest. I think our biggest adjustment. We love being out here. We have cows. Some of you on uh, social media, because we made a couple posts on Instagram about uh, Mr. Lamington, uh, who was our beta tester <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> he had to be subjected to all my thoughts about North Korean subs and things like that. That's why you keep getting headbutted. And uh, yeah, and uh, chickens and cows. And I am in the market right now for some runner ducks. And if you don't know what a runner duck is, it is amazing. It's like a duck that stands upright and doesn't fly and just runs like in a standing position. They and look I, like a joke. They're, they're awesome. And I, I can't wait to get them. Although I was told by a friend, they shit everywhere. So I believe it. Now we have, we have toddlers here, so they shit. They shit everywhere. Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley has bees. You have bees. Yeah. I love my bees. But get, the re- get that honey. The recalibration uh, today is I got Ashley for Christmas, a Drip coffee maker? What would you call it? It's a, yes, drip coffee maker. So In the which, U.S., you just call it a coffee maker. Yeah, it, which is totally different. Europe is all espresso-based, so the closest that you would normally get to an American coffee is an Americano, which is an espresso that they then water down. It is not the same. You know what else is fascinating here? 
uh, and there's been, you're going to hear a lot about like our adjustments of moving to the UK. Uh, and so if you have a problem with that, uh, yeah, bail out now. <laughs> we, we, uh, Pull the ripcord. We, uh, we were shocked, or I was shocked at least, by how much people drink instant coffee here, which is, it exists in the U.S., but I feel like the instant coffee market has been usurped by those horrible plastic cup, the Keurig cups. Yeah, like the Nespresso pods or whatever. Yeah, and, and Nespresso, that's the other one. But I always felt like really weird about running boiling hot water through plastic. That always felt really strange to me. So I, I never liked those things. But I also never drank instant coffee. Uh, and people here drink it all the time. And I don't know if that's a rural thing or if that's a UK thing. But. I've never been into instant coffee. Have you, have you tried the instant coffee? It's actually pretty good. Okay. I, I, I wondered if there have been some significant developments in instant coffee technology, or it might also just be that the last time I tried it was, I was probably like five and didn't like coffee. Surprise. And I just associated that forever with being bad. But Ashley, I love the idea that we can sit down together and have a chat every morning, uh, Monday through Friday, at least. You know, well, weekends, it's all bets are off because then it's just mayhem. surviving with the kids. <laughs> um but we should talk about something current, though. I want to ask you about this because it just came out. Okay, go ahead. Xbox just released their version of whatever Spotify wrapped is. Whatever these, like, hey, here's all the data that we've been collecting on you and storing over the year. And you're like, this is great. You know, those kinds of things. Got big with Spotify wrapped. And now Xbox, and it seems like every other service has these things. I like them. I mean, I know that they they do show you the mountain of data that they are tracking, but I kind of almost preferred the transparency. Like, well, it's better to know. Yeah. So what was your, for your Xbox, did you look at yours? I did. Uh, the big game for me was Hogwarts Legacy. Okay. That's on Xbox, at least. I played uh, mostly Nintendo Switch this year, but uh, my big Xbox game uh, was Hogwarts Legacy. The rest of my Xbox time was probably Netflix. And would that count as being on Xbox Live? Um, Does it, it show- doesn't, it doesn't count in the wrapped. Okay. There's a little chart there that shows you like the category of game that you played. I was kind of shocked when I saw mine. Cause when I first saw it, it was about 220 hours for the year. And I thought, Holy cow, that's nothing. 220 hours over the course of a year. And then I did a breakdown on it. You know, just the math on it. It's a half an hour a day, which seems like that's a lot of time. You binge a bit though. Like you'll have, you'll have a sea of thieves with the boys and that will be, <laughs> You know, that'll be six hours in a go. It is. See if these was a great game. I I still play it, but it was where I had a hardcore crew that I played with. And then I have some friends that I play Halo with. It's weird crossover between that and that group also plays. I'm reluctant to say this. You got to tell me now. MetaQuest. MetaQuest. Which is the VR headset from Facebook, essentially from Meta, which I don't think people realize just how cool that thing is and we'll leave that topic for another day but my my think most of my time on xbox live was spent with what you call the minecraft gremlin i made (laughs) i made the mistake of showing our four-year-old little mr monster we call him uh i showed him minecraft one day because i think one of the kids in school had a minecraft shirt on he asked about it and jd the he's now 21 sorry everybody tell you he's almost gonna be 22 here in a couple of months uh, JD grew up playing Minecraft and it's his comfort game. And even now as like a Gen Z adult, he goes through and like plays every now and then just for comfort, you know, just like, as like loading up your favorite song or something like that. Anyway, I, I showed Finn, our four-year-old, I showed him Minecraft and now all he wants to do, it's our ritual before we go to bed is that he sits with me in the desk chair and he just 
how would you describe it? You say he's a gremlin. But. He, yeah, he he just sits hunched over like Gollum, just legs up, elbow his gangly little elbows out, and he can't play himself, so he just backseat drives you and tells you exactly what to do in in great detail. Great detail, and I have to do everything. I'm like his proxy in the world. So that must be 30 minutes a day that we do that, maybe 25, 30 minutes a day. Yeah, it adds up. But yeah, it's been fun to uh, to introduce Minecraft after now, what, 15 years of that game existing. You know, when, when Microsoft bought them for what, like $3 billion or whatever, I did not think it would be possible for them to you know, make good on that investment. Because I, I, by then I thought Microsoft, you know, Minecraft is at its peak. There's no way. I think they have. Oh, yeah. That game, that's the game that just keeps on No, no, it's the going. number one selling game of all time now. It's wild. all time. Most copies sold of all time. And it's, it's just insane. Yeah. We wouldn't think that by the time they paid two and a half billion for it or whatever, that already everyone had spent billions on $10 copies of the game up to that point. Uh, but yeah, but they made their money back on it and they're still working on it. Anyway, we're running at 17 minutes. This is usually as long or longer than we go, right, Nash? Not really. I mean, we do have tangents, so sometimes we'll get like 20 minutes. But the nice thing is... Uh, if we didn't get to something today, which, you know, there's always more to talk about, there's always tomorrow. There's always tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow is another day for us. And the other thing, too, is that, you know, we also don't want to be too structured about it. Like, logos are going to change. Theme songs are going to change. It's really just me and Ashley working on this, making websites. It's been fun to do that stuff again. Yeah, we're doing it really because it's fun. Can, cr- can we make a deal? Yes. If we stop having fun. We just started. I couldn't agree more. Great. All right. Well, Ash, what do you think? That does it for our first show. Congratulations. Hey, congratulations to you, Ashley. No, to you, sir. I feel good. <laughs> congratulations to everybody all around. I feel like we knocked the dust off. That was good. Fun being back. You I like fun? talking to you. Yeah. I like talking to you too, man. All right. <laughs> well, that does it for us for Morning Somewhere for December 27th. We will be back here tomorrow. We hope you will be as well. Make us part of your morning ritual. We will be here at 6 a.m. If you just click that little subscribe button, they say, and then the bell and whatever, it'll be downloaded and be waiting for you. We'll talk to you then.